Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Set in the 1970s, Colombia, among the Wayu indigenous people, this mystical epic centers on Rapayet, a man torn between desire to be powerful and his duty to uphold his culture's values. Ignoring ancient omens, his tribe enters the drug trafficking business, getting caught up in a conflict where honor is the highest currency and debts are paid with blood. And with that, we're joined today by the co-directors of this incredible film. It's a beautiful, epic film called Birds of Passage, and that would be the co-directors Cristina Gallego and Ciro Guerrera. To, bo- to both yeah. of you, to, to both of you, thank you so much, uh, and welcome to Film School. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so. Thank you so much. I'll start with uh, you, uh, Cyril. Uh, in terms of the story itself, I know this was a a, a story that came from your screenplay writers, uh, Maria Arias and uh, Jacques Tullemund. Tell me a little bit where the story came from. Yes, the, the, the Bonanza Marimbera, which is the name that, of that this period is known by, is like a northern legend uh-huh. in, the, in the northern part of Colombia. It, the, I've heard about it for a long time, but uh, but it's not a, a story that is well known by, especially by the new, uh, younger generations. Uh, when we started, we started hearing the stories of this time when we were in this region shooting a film. Uh, called the Wind Journeys that we shot in 2007, mm-hmm. and, and and people were telling us uh, this tremendous story of how the, the, the Wayu were the first ones to start selling marijuana to American uh, pilots, and uh, and we we just thought that it sounded like a uh, like an indigenous gangster film. The, the stories of how these families became involved and how they were recruited against each other, and uh, it sound it also had the elements of Greek tragedy. And, uh, and also Westerns, and also, you know, the fact that it happened within this very traditional community. Mm-hmm. It was the inspiration for many of the tales of Gabriel Garcia Marquez and magical realist literature. It, it, it all sounded like something we had never seen before, and that was very exciting to turn into a film. Well, Christina, in terms of the uh, the setting of the film and the, the way you people or how important was it for you to to essentially uh, in, inhabit the the culture of these people? They're, they're such an integral part of the story and the way the story unfolds. Tell us a little bit about how that impacted the story. Yes, I think that, that uh, we, we create this history pr- first from the histories that we hear from them directly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a, a history that has many references in literature or in the chronics or in the periodistic work. Mm-hmm. So most of the histories we have heard uh, for them directly. And we wrote the script uh, uh, and we create this this history, but was also uh, supervised by the anthropologists, specialists in Wayu culture that is from the region. And uh, as uh, when we arrived there uh, and, and and we were trying to organize all the pre-production, uh, we wanted also to involve uh, as as many Wajo people as as we can in the in our team. 
and it means that for us the 30% of the of the crew was Waju. And this is not only a, a matter of uh, bringing employment to the place or to the community, but was also a way for us to create the film together with them. Mm-hmm. And they they were in the in the production team, in the directional team, in the uh, art team, and and all of this uh, mission then was was corrected by them. We tried to portray them in in the the more a uh, real uh, way that they have these uh, rituals and this uh, how they see the life and all of this. Yeah. And 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 we we were trying uh, to give authenticity and to be loyal and also uh, because it's a it's a culture that is very delicate uh, to don't offend uh, their uh, myth or their representation of the world. Mm-hmm. Would you would you describe the culture as one? Of a sort of a mystical in in its in its outlook, or how would you describe for someone who's never heard of them and knows nothing about them? How would you describe their culture? Yeah, they, they, they were your people of the desert. Mm-hmm. They have lived in this territory for thousands of years, mm-hmm. and they and they have a, a very strong relationship to the to the environment, to that environment, but also a strong relationship, a strong spiritual world mm-hmm. guided by dreams. And it's a matrilineal society in which uh, women are the ones that uh, the, the bloodline comes from the women. The, the, you get your last name from your mother, and it's the women who are who are uh, who have the power in, in in political terms around the families. But also they're the ones who are in contact with the spiritual world, and they, they're the ones who interpret the dreams, which are the voices of the of the dead of the ancestors. Right. And uh, and it's a society in which. Uh, because of the the place that they inhabit uh, and, the, and their geographical position, they they, they 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 have been dependent on smuggling for a, for a very long time. They have smuggled historically. They have smuggled goods uh, from the Antilles and from the sea into the into the mainland, and uh, uh, and they are a very uh, and they have uh, they are very brave and proud people yes. that have. Uh, up against anyone who tries to invade their territory. The film, in those terms, as you're describing them, uh, Ciro, it d- reminds me a lot of uh, your previous film, um, and in in that this sort of this this film takes place from 1968 to about 1980, uh, and so th- it feels like this modern outside influence, a more of a something from the West, something that is. Uh, it it, it bo- doesn't bode well, and we hear and we we know that from the from uh, Ursula and her her adm- admonition to uh, to stay away from this. But it it feels very much like uh, uh, the embrace of the serpent, in, in but in a sort of in a different way. Would, is that a fair? Is that fair? Yeah, it's um, in the, the, the there are films that the share says. Uh, they are coming from the same creators, so they they share a lot of the same concerns about society and history. Right. But on the on, but on the surface, they are completely different films. Right. Birds of Passage is a very colorful film, a genre film. One takes place in the jungle, and the other one is in the desert. And this film takes the elements of the gangster film, the western, yes. and puts them in an indigenous setting. Right. And it's, uh, and, it's re- and, uh, and in that way, it's looking to renew. 
cinematic genre and uh, and also has a very strong female perspective and very strong female characters. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. they are both very different films, even though they they share thematic concerns. Yeah, thematically, yes, I agree. Uh, one of the films that this reminds me of the the work itself. Or obviously, there will be references. I think people will see some of sort of the uh, gangster films you re- referred to. The sort of a Godfather feel to it because this is a film about different generations. Uh, and the influence and, and power that they exert over over what happens, the story of of their of their people, but also this reminds me of a David Lean film because it has kind of a historic bearing to it. Uh, David Lean's film tend to be these very epic uh, films, uh, and where history was playing plays a big part in it, and outside influences and politics and all of these different things, and in its own way, it feels. It's a, it's such a sprawling epic film that what came to mind when I was watching it was the work of David Lean. Yeah, well, personally, yes, I'm a big David Lean fan, and, and he's and I've taken a lot of inspiration from from him in my work. I believe in the uh, the epicness of the movie experience. You know, the the, the, the fact that it's our films that are best seen when, when you're in a big screen in a theater, and and, and they are more than a, than just a story. They tend to be an experience, and exactly. that's something that I, that I really like about uh, cinema, that it can really take you somewhere and make you feel, and, and it can sweep you, it can sweep you and, yeah. uh, of your feet, uh, and take you to a place that you never, you could never imagine yourself visiting. But but in, a, in, a, in addition to dealing with these larger issues, these larger sort of cultural shifts, but also the, the film has a very intimate feel very intimate uh, the interactions between the families and the elders and and between um the uh papa yet uh, as well as uh with his wife it just it has all the intimacy but also it has this sort of epic sweep to it and p- part of that feels uh like uh comes across in the fact that you shot this in in 35 millimeter it it, it it's just got a beautiful look to it um i don't uh, tell me a little bit about the decision that went into shooting this on film. Yes, we we, we like uh, what what happens when you shoot on film. Yeah, these stories that we have been made recently have a, a strong relationship of play to the place, and they are talking about communities that have a strong sense of uh, a strong relationship to their territory, and it's an organic feel that you need to in order to portray that and, uh, and the way that. The chemistry of, of film captures the chemistry of human uh, and environment relationships. It's, it's something that we like very much. Uh, also, the fact that you can do, uh, you don't have that many takes uh, when you shoot on film, it, it forces a, a very economical shoot in which you only have few takes for every moment. So every moment becomes special. There's a lot of focus from the cast and crew. And, uh, and, uh, and, it just, and, and, and since, since it's a completely different medium to digital, uh, it, it just, everything about it is different. And, and, and the work is certainly a bit more demanding, in, in a sense. Yes. But it's also uh, more rewarding. Yeah. Yes, and, and, and we tried during, during our two last films mm-hmm. because all the technology has changed and, and the difficulties to work in 35 are, are, are bigger uh, because all the laboratories in in Latin America has been closed, uh, and we were trying to uh, make some proofs on digital, but this is something that is not working really good with with these period films, 
and these films that are in the in the natural landscapes it doesn't portray this ultra definition is something that we haven't we we have made the, the taste but we didn't like it, uh, the the look how it how it uh, is 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 going the record in digital yeah two things i want to you know give a, a shout out to the to david uh, gallego the director of photography as well as to your editor i felt like this film was paced beautifully i really lo- I love the way that you were able to pull people along in this in this very complex story but in a way that it felt like you gave the the viewer an opportunity to breathe while they were watching the film in a way that just the the pace of it is beautiful, the the and the in the cinematography is spectacular. So, uh, I just want to acknowledge the way that this film unfolds. It's it's such a beautiful film to watch, but also the pace of it is is extraordinarily uh, inviting to watch as well. So, yes, we have been lucky to work with uh, with very talented collaborators. Uh, from uh, not only Colombian cinema, but Latin American cinema. And yeah, it's a cinema that is uh, young and growing, but uh, there's uh, uh, the wealth of talent that it has in, in every in, in every aspect of the creation is, uh, is really remarkable. And uh, we hope to be able to continue to work with these excellent collaborators. And we have in this, in the, in the cinematography, in the way how it's portrayed, and in the way how it's edited, also this feeling of something that is alive, no, and as you say, the the brave, no, the brave that, that you that you take and that you have in in from each group to the other group, also it it makes you have the feeling and and to be inside the the history that we are trying to to portray. Yeah, it, it's a beautiful, it's a it's an incredible story and it's an incredible uh, character study. A subtle but uh, nonetheless very effective and very powerful performances all across the board uh, with all of the all of your actors were absolutely fantastic in this film and my congratulations to both of you for this work Uh, the film is called birds of passage and we've been speaking with the co-directors of the film this beautiful film Christina Gallego and Ciro Carrera Thank you very much for your time today, and all the best to you moving forward. I, I the, these last two films, uh, *The Embrace of the Serpent* and this one, are just incredibly uh, accomplished works, and I look forward to more work from from both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.